Hello and welcome to another episode of the Potter's Podcast. It's been a glorious week, weather-wise. How's your week been, Mark? It's been awful. <laughs> that bad, Penny? <isn't> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's give a good story before the podcasters lose uh, lose faith with us, bringing us down already on the sunny day. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that nice early, was it? Well, no, it's, it's picked up now, that's why I've got a sweat on. Right then, okay. <laughs> so I'll go to mine. It's been alright. You know, work, sunny, it's been alright, yeah. Glad. Just missing football, to be honest. I've started messing it now, mate. I can tell on a Saturday when I get up, the message wants me to do all these um, like mad things. And I know, yeah. Spend loads of money. And, and, and shrink your shirts, by the sounds of <sighs> Don't get me started on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I miss it. I miss it football all the time. It's just, I, I can't cope with this. I'm missing the crap, mate, as well. I'm missing that getting up in the morning and going, right. To get out the house a bit, let's have a bit of time to, to myself. Because when you're at home, sometimes it's alright for the first couple of weeks, isn't it? You, mm. when, you, when the football finishes, you think, I'll get this job done, I'll get that job done, I'll sort this out. So, well, then eventually it starts going, Shall I buy this? Shall I buy that? Oh, yeah, yeah, don't spend Shall I waste money on this? Yeah, and then you end up going, going out and getting hammered all the time because you're bored. Yeah. And I, I'll just miss it. Yeah. Right, so we'll go, we'll go into it now, and the first part is transfer rumours. Basically, uh, the only rumours we've had this week is Darren Randolph. I don't know why, because I don't think Button's going anywhere. I think he will. I think they're preparing. But it did say, didn't it, in the comment in the talks that it's he's only go coming in if Jack leaves. But Villa look like looking elsewhere now, don't they? I think I think he'll go Villa. I, I think Bournemouth will drop out. They'll go out for that Neil Etheridge, won't they? At Cardiff. Yeah. I mean, will he be happy sitting on the bench? I don't think he will sit on the bench. I think if he brings Randolph in, he'd be number one. I mean, what? Well, I, I don't get it. I mean, how old is Randolph? He's got to be 30 on right now. Did he win the championship keeper of the season last year? Well, I mean, that doesn't matter, does it? Well, I suppose it does. Well, I've, I've read um, this morning that Davis came in for the goalkeeping coach. Is it Kai? Andy Kai? Andy Kai, yeah. Yeah, he said that was his biggest factor in signing because he knew he'd massively improve on I think Davies is number one. I think he's ready for it now. I, I want him to be number one. Randolph was always a third-choice keeper in the Prem, wasn't he? Was yeah, he's, he's become a number one, anti at Middlesbrough yeah. since he went down. Because he played at West Ham as well, didn't he? Yeah, on the bench, yeah. yeah. The Adrian, wasn't he? I think he had a season, didn't he, when Adrian was injured and he played. To be honest, he's 32, isn't he? I know that's no age for a goalkeeper, but... Isn't that when they peak? It is, that's where they sort of start. They've made the mistakes, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, I'd take him, but I'd, I'd, I'd just think it's time for future now. But I, like I say, I would take him. He's, he's a good keeper. He's a very good keeper. I can't moan. I mean, if we're going to stock up with three keepers, he's perfect, really. So, yeah, I'd, I'd take him. Does that mean we've got four, then? Well, but it's, he so only signs if Butland goes. Yeah, so, goes. you know, I, I'd take him, to be honest. I'd, I'd give him a go. The only thing that worries me is, is this Butland thing, is, is it going to be one of them transfer sagas all summer until the transfer deadline? I think it will be, yeah. Until the last I minute. I think it will be, because I mean, if Bournemouth drop out, Villa can take the time, because there's no more interest from elsewhere. No, nobody's made any... No, it's just Villa now, so yeah. Neil Etheridge does go Bournemouth, then he just leaves Butland to go. I mean, if Butland stays as number one, then I'm an happy man. Yeah, I'm a, well, I'm a think, very happy man. I think most of the fans would be happy, wouldn't they, if Butland stays? Because if we do go up, which... You never know. He's likely he'd stay, wouldn't he? Yeah, he'd stay then, probably. Yeah. probably. If they're moaning at a £25 million fee, I just think it's madness. Yeah. Because he's, he's, he's one of the top keepers for me. I, I still think he's as good as Jordan Pickford. I really do. I think he's, I he's think a he's top keeper. He's his better shot stopper, yeah. Without a question. I think his decision-making's better than Pickford's. Pickford sometimes is a bit rash. Don't get me wrong. Well, I mean, his goal against Everton. <laughs> I mean, his goal well, against Liverpool when he, when yeah. he was going out for a goal kick and he flipped it in his own goal. Yeah. 
he's got a mistake in him and normally the, the, the cat's job can't they really like you say they've both got youth on the side a little bit but the thing is a lot of people are coming out about Butland aren't they saying if he wants to progress he needs to play in the Premier League well yeah I mean when you, is, it's true I mean when you're looking at his career really uh, Randolph he started at Charlton but he, he went on about 19 loan spells <laughs> he, he did he went Wellington Accrington Gillingham Berry, Hereford and then finally settled down in Motherwell well, that's travelling I mean every single one of them would, except for two were non-league at the time So, yeah, and then travel. he ended up at Mount Motherwell played 111 times for them including um, two times player of the year for Motherwell uh, he then got a move to fun. Birmingham where he had two years pretty much as number one then he went to West Ham to sit on the bench for two years and then he's gone to Middlesbrough where he's played you know 80-90 times and become a regular. massive regular at that club and last year I think was goalkeeper of the year so I don't mind him I don't mind him at all so if he, if he kept, comes through the door when Butland leaves I am a little bit more I, I understand why they're going for him because it's getting that experience and you know that he's good this level well Middlesbrough have been top 8 haven't they for the last 2-3 years haven't they yeah they've been top one of the top sides so you can understand that to an yeah. extent moving on to that it looks like we're going to miss out another young talented lad again Jack Stacey Jack Stacey yeah it looks like he's going to make that move to Bournemouth the trouble is though because Luton have had such a good run over the last two years I don't think it's shocking that other teams are looking at their squad I think it's just because we've had Nathan Jones it's like oh well we try and bring him in so everyone else is I don't think it is that I think it's, it is basically when you're scoring 95 goals in one season there's going to be people keeping tabs on the players oh, no, yeah. matter, no matter what even the top clubs will, will be like Let's see any young lads in there. Do you think anyone got potential play higher? Or well, I mean, you don't score that many goals in the lower leagues with talented young lads, and don't expect them to move on. No, you can't. Personally, though, I'm annoyed that if we wanted Jack Stacey, why haven't we done it quickly? I mean, it's been going for two months. Why haven't we got any? How much do you want for Jack Stacey? Here you go. Yeah. Let's get him signed. I think he was hoping that someone might have left. Some might have left by now. Yeah, that's what's cl- pretty much not, clear and, and they haven't gone because no. they won't go. I mean, who's going to buy him? From the trip to Holland. It's not surprising who's on that list, to be honest. The the photo in the week, Bauer and Vermeer, pretty much angered me when I first woke up. Well, it shows you, don't it? It shows you they don't give a monkeys. No. Don't give a monkeys. They're smiling, laughing, not even knowing they're not going to be a part of the first team and they are going on the trip to work hard and get in the team. Well, they're just laughing at the contract that they've got, aren't they? Mm. And... and, and to me, if that was me, that's the difference isn't it, with a lot of people. Is I'd have my head down and I'd be running my arse off on that to pitch. But they don't care. No, they don't, they don't care. They just all they're after now is a loan spell. Nice little mate, like probably looking like that agent get me somewhere nice in Italy so I can have a nice little year in Italy. Yeah. Oh, what about South France? Is there anything? Is there anything in Monaco? Do they want to? a right back or a centre back yeah get me there nice yeah. little holiday for a year yeah. you know these players I mean I'll go through the list of them now you've got Eric Peters has been left behind Bowie in Bueller Bojan isn't at the club he's been told to train in Barcelona Joffy we haven't seen really there's been no pictures or anything of Juve this was Sammy Ante no one knows where he is and uh, in Goy Vimmy and Jeff Cameron for me looking at that list really thinks a bit hit and misses in Goy I'd give him a go. He's I only was, he's only a young lad. I was because the season before when he went on loan, he went Walsall 
And he scored on his day. He had a good season there. He did all right on loan, yeah. yeah that's he, that half a season loan, yeah, he did all right. I mean, yeah, that was that was the year before, and then he's been on loan again. And he's pacey, he's powerful. I know, I mean, it's probably doesn't help that he's brought Gregory in as well, does it? We said yet last week, didn't we? How many strikers have we actually got at the club now? Oh, we've got seven, technically. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's probably why. But I, I mean, maybe he sees something in him that doesn't fit into a system. I don't know. But the thing is, he hasn't ripped up trees at grasshoppers. I mean, he went there last season on loan, season long loan. He played twenty, well, about twenty two appearances, but he only scored five goals. Now that's a real drop in level. Yeah. If he's not doing it there, is he going to do it a championship? And let's face it. Yeah, when we need him to. So. Well, championships getting to the point now where, as far as difficulty. It's right up there with the Prem for me. Well, apparently there was an £80 million offer for Julian Goy from Monaco, wasn't there? All the best. <laughs> take, take oh, that's gone now. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so, you know, well, I don't, we don't know if it's concrete that it was that, that had actually come in, but I don't know. I mean, I mean, is he worth just loading him out again? Maybe, maybe, but... The thing is, I, I saw an article today about I'm 100% certain who he is from Celtic, a lad who said that he wants to move on because you need to play at a higher level to improve your own game. I'm not sure. I saw it earlier. Briefly. I mean, that was Edward wanted yeah, striker. Now, at the end of the day, he's got he's got a good point. I mean, to me, if you if you keep getting sent out on loan, sent out on loan, you've got to be looking at it going, well, I've got two choices. I either leave the club and then go and trial somewhere else. When you speak to the manager, you try and find a loan spell at a decent club. It's like we said about going... Sending players to, like, say, a Sunderland or a Portsmouth, who you know are going to be scrapping for the top half of the table at League One. You need you need that better club. It's all right sending them. You send them grass up. What are they achieving over there? Nothing. Well, I think they were. I think they were in Europe and, and all that lot at the time. I thought it was a good move at the time, but when you don't impress there, it makes a big difference because you're thinking, well, has he got what it takes? I mean, Tyrus Tyrus Campbell went on loan and he took it. He went and scored goals. Yeah. proved that he was a good player and I think got the one there I think two or three time player of the month as well yeah. he's proved now that's why he's in the Stoke squad yeah. same with Harry Harry Suter that's why he's there now training with that first team is going to be in Ireland because he's gone to Fleetwood for half a season and he's proved and also one player of the, player of the month once there and all these players I mean if, it's, if he hasn't got that attitude where he wants to make a difference then yeah it looks like it's time for Julian and Goy to go but for me, I would give him one more year, give him another loan spell, see how he goes on. And then the, he, he is the best out of a bad bunch on that list, isn't he? Well, he's, well, he's the best it's young, it's youth-wise to look at it. I mean, you've got Bauer there, I can't stand the man now. No, he's I, that, I absolutely that can't stand him. He worked so hard in the Premier League to prove that he was good enough for the club. And then, as soon as we dropped, no effort. No effort in him at all. Yeah. Because he's got his money. It's just, I just, I, it's laughable, that photograph. It is. Oh, I know, yeah. He's smiling and laughing. Yeah. I right. mean, if I was coaching, I'd have been throwing a cone at him. <laughs> I just think. We don't endorse violence. No, no. But it's so disrespectful, that is. Oh, it yeah. Is. They, they don't care. They just do not care. I'm not trying to be the PC brigade but, uh, by any means, but I just think, especially Vimmy. You knew you were a bad when you were at Stoke. You've gone out on loan. You should have gone out there and tried to prove yourself to get back in the Stoke squad. And all you've done is come back and gone, well, I don't care, I'm on a big contract. Ke- Kevin Vimmers, for me, I think he's the worst signing in our history, I do. Wow, that's a good I, I do, I think he's the worst signing in our history. For how much we paid, as you've got to remember, he's only come second on. record holder as the highest fee. 
because of half a million between him and Mbula. Mbula, yeah. So, and look who else is on the list. Johnny <laughs> and Mbula. Yeah. So you've got. So uh, for me, you've got Vimmy is just an absolute waste of time. It's a shame about Mbula in a way because when it's a record signing, well, it's one of the best. You sort of expect so a little bit, don't you? Well, Do you know what I mean? I mean, sometimes you see clubs buy record signing, and you look at it two years later, and you go, "Did he do all right? He didn't do bad, but he won a great." And then, they, and they probably played sixty games for you, yeah. but then they move on, and you think, "Well, at least they've actually done a bit for you." Whereas Mbula's just sat and sulked and walked off the pitch and been petulant, and you think, "What? What confuses me is how many of them players on that list have all been the same." With a bad attitude. Oh, yeah. yeah how did you not see it to them when they walked well, in the door? The reason why these kind of players have all come in, like your, your Vimmers, your Mbulers, your Bowers mainly, your, you know, not, not so much Bowian, but, I mean, those kind of players have come in with bad attitudes. There was a reason why Mbuler was only there half a season and the fans were booing him when he came on the pitch. Yeah. Because his attitude stinks. Yeah. But we were that desperate to try and get a quality player for a cheaper price. Yeah. That we would take that gamble. But how many of them three, so if you look Bauer and Bula, Vimmer, when they walked in the club, didn't say a word and the agent spoke for them? Because that's another thing I've well, had before. Well, if it's me, I'm going to Bula can't speak English. No. Well, I'd say, <laughs> there you go, that's the door. As far as I'm concerned, if you want to come to a club and I'm the manager, I want to speak to the player, I want to see what sort of character he is. I don't want to be speaking to the agent who's sitting there going, Please let the deal go over the line. I'll get half a million quid for this deal. Well, or do you know what I mean? And this is the thing: when you speak to an agent, that's all they're interested in. They're cut to the, the what's it the deal? Well, I'll tell you something right now: Bowie and Bueller and Vimmy would never have been signed for Stoke if Tony Bueller was managing. No, no chance. No chance in a million years would no. them three have walked through the door at Stoke. No, Bueller would have been talking to them first. First, and Bueller wouldn't have happened because he couldn't speak to him. Vimmer wouldn't have happened because he would have found out his attitude is just money. Yeah. Bowie, Bowie. He, seeing that he probably would have signed Bowie because remember when he first came in he could fly a plane, he could speak three languages. <laughs> you know, it, was, it, was, it was literally like, yeah. oh my god, he was this genius we signed. It's Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise, but without the Christmas. <laughs> you're watching him play and when you, like to be fair, his first half of the season when he came Bowie, you're thinking, this lad's a good player. Yeah, that's him. I did, I did like him. But then there's obviously, now you can see with the attitude of the picture with Bauer and Vermeer, that Bauer's a big problem in our dressing room. Yeah. He's obviously a big head who gets in the minds of and gets them all on side with him. You've got to look, all them are egos as well. You've got Eric Peters an ego, Bueller's an, an ego, Bauer's an ego, Bojan's an ego. Not so much due. I don't think Bojan is. I think he might have been the last 12 months, but... He's there, he has always been an ego. With his, with his Facebook and his Instagram. Coming on going, oh, you know, you know he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't directly have a go. Yeah. He but just he, 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 he just, no, he just he leaves it there to have a go at the manager. Yeah. He's saying, oh yeah, well, I mean, he puts on stuff like, oh, I'm fit. Yeah. Why well, I play here like this kind of stuff. He puts I can't, I can't remember the quiz. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. It's like nudging <laughs> towards the but he's not nudging towards the, to, towards the Stoke manager or he's nudging it towards the fans because yeah. he knows the fans love him yeah. and will go against the manager just to get him in the team. Yeah. For me that is an ego. It's a kind of ego, but Bowie's got no right to have an ego. Don't you think though a lot of Stoke fans can be a little bit sort of fickle in the fact that because he has done well at one point that 
we we do seem to we've done it before with Odd and Wengi. I remember when we went. I remember going Leicester well, away once. Really, but when he was injured for that say year and a half, every single game we sung the song about him scoring goals. He came back and scored no goals. Oh no, he was garbage. He was <laughs> finished he, when he came back. And yeah, he, and, and he just thought, like, "Don't be wrong, it was a great song." And when we went away and stuff, it yeah. was brilliant. Oh. And the concourse and everything. But we—that's that is the thing with Stoke fans. If someone does well for us at some point, we'll back them all the way. Do you know what I mean? And, and, if, and there's got to be a point where if it's not working. The backing has stopped on City Bay. Oh yeah, we were singing Bo. Well, not me and you personally, but people were singing Bojan's name every week last season. And you're thinking, well, every time he's come on off the bench, he's done absolutely nothing. I, the reason why I understand why people love Bojan is the younger generation. It's the, it's the younger generation because they've only seen the Premier League football, and he's probably the most skillful player we've had, without a question, really. I mean, Arnie had good skills, Shakiri had skills, probably. But when the three were together, that season. Oh, they were brilliant they together. Were brilliant. When Stoke Colonna was in full force, we were brilliant. Yeah. To be honest, when you look at how Bojan played, for example, in four months, he was brilliant. There's no question about it. He was absolutely brilliant. But it's been three years since that now. It's not, it's not just been one season no, or two seasons, it's been yeah. three seasons since yeah. then and we're virtually on a fourth and that bloke's still here and hasn't performed in any of those three years. But don't you think as well, when you look back, if you think, not our age, if you think say somebody who's say 10, 11 back then or maybe a little bit older, say in the teens, the Everton game on Boxing Day with Bojan, Shakiri and Arnie. Yeah, when they were it was mouth-watering watch. Oh, it was brilliant. If you, you were young, brilliant. if you were a young Stoke fan and you've you've been what most of your football you've seen was Pulis, and then all of a sudden you start watching that, where let's face it, it was one of the best games I've seen. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And it, it, some of the football was, uh, I haven't seen it down Stoke. It was outstanding. Yeah, it was like the Man City game where we when we beat one 0 away and Jeep scored. He was also on the list. Yeah, he was brilliant that season. Absolutely brilliant. But this is the problem when you look at these players. And Bueller had a good half-season when he first came. Yeah. Bowie, good half-season when he came. Juf, good season. Juf, one good full season. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin, forget him. Jeff Cameron, he's been a good servant. He's been a good player. But you can tell, these all these players that are on the list, they're all egos. They're all big-headed egos. Yeah, Cameron's always been a big ego. He's American. American. Yeah. American. So yeah. you've got you've got Cameron there, but also Cameron's Cameron's played a lot of football for Stoke. Jeff Cameron has. So you've got to think about it that you've got all these egos, you've got all these egos in the in the dressing room, and I know exactly what thing he's done. Nathan Jones, he's gone. You're an ego, and it, it shows you how big of an ego is. And with Eric Peters with that video he put up this week, yeah. where he was going, we're watching the first team with Austrian international. Kevin Vimmer, it's an attack at Nathan Jones for not playing yeah. him or picking him. Yeah. And he was and he he wanted Eric Peters out of the squad that much, that much, that he was willing to have no left back and loan him to Amiens. That's how bad his ego must be and how bad he was in the dressing room. Yeah, I think too many of them lads have got settled at Stoke, haven't they? And, and they just think they run this place. Yeah, and, and Nathan Jones has gone in and said, no, <laughs> I'm, in I'm, I'm in charge here. This is why I like Nathan Jones, yeah. and I love what he's doing. Yeah. I mean... You can imagine now, Jeff Cameron, he's been at Stoke a long time, he's, he's played well over 160 games at Stoke, I think it's 168 he's played. When he was a right-back, he was good for Stoke, when he first came in. 
Because if you remember, there was loads of those hopeless Americans that came in, like your best friend Brett Shea. He was great. Yeah, <laughs> he, was, he was great at great at carrying bottles. That's what he was great at. <laughs> he was the slowest player I think I've ever seen. I think he was the crappiest player. I think so he, he couldn't do anything. He had a good haircut. <laughs> he didn't know, did he? <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a lost member of Hanson. Yeah. But, you know, you've got to go through. So, I mean, if you look through that there. I mean, you've got Eric Peters, you've got Bojan, you've got Juve, you've got Ngoy, you've got Vivian, Cameron. Ngoy, I don't think Ngoy, Ngoy's been got rid of, because I think he's listened to his own press. When he went, before he went out on loan to Grasshoppers and Monaco were going to sign him for serious money and everybody was competing to try again. Yeah. I think he's listened to that. Yeah. And he's got on loan, not impressed, because he can't get the consistency into his game. Now the club's gone. You aren't as good as you think you are, mate. No. So for me, I think he's doing well. I think he's he's getting rid of them all. See, I think I think there'll be another list come January. If they all then go, now, I think there'll be another list because I don't think he's happy with some of um, Raul's signings either. Who do you think is going to be on the list? I think uh, Sam Clickers might be one. I don't think he will. I really don't think he will. Because the thing is, what everybody keeps saying about Sam Clickers saying that he's rubbish this that and the other you got to remember he didn't have a pre-season he was injured through pre-season yeah I, so, I, I just I don't know I, d- I don't know where's he, what, what his best position is I don't think I, to be honest Sam Klukas has been he's not that good I can't say he's that good but I think he's that useful as a player Nathan Jones looked at him and goes I can play you left back because you can do it I'm I can play you on left wing because you yeah. can do it I can play you as a cam because you can do it I don't think he's going to start I, I think he will I do yeah. I think he will I think he'll be in the diamond on the left side of the diamond with Cousins no Cousins will be in the holding midfield role yeah and Klukas one side Klukas one side I don't think it'll be Alan I don't think it'll be Alan I think on the other side it's going to be somebody we don't know yet who's going to sign and we're going to have a Cam is going to be Nick Nick Powell Nick Powell with Sam Vokes and Benny Kofobi and there's a bit of make weight for Benny Kofobi and Tyrese Campbell yeah that's what I think is going to happen so what, where, where do you think Lee Gregory fits into that one? Lee Gregory's going to be on the bench and make way for Sam Clube, Sam Vokes. With, with Gregory, they say he's a massive character, as in a quality character. But this is what I mean, this is why I'm so impressed, because he's bringing in people who don't mess about. And if you do mess about, they'll tell you. I mean, from what I saw of him on the video and um, Stoke released, he looks like a captain. Gregory. Do we tell me what he looks like? He looks like a failed guy who tried to get on near Love Island, that's what he looks like. <laughs> when you look at them all together, they look like they look like cast members to Love Island just there's missed out. There's nothing <laughs> impressive about Love Island. <laughs> it's women loving, come on. How can any mother and father be proud of watching the, the child doing that on telly? Essex, Essex yeah. folk. They love it, don't they? Yeah, they it's, love it. Anyway, let's not talk about that. I don't know how that's ended up on the pod. Well, you never know, they'll end up on the love of Middle of Ireland. Some female yeah. followers, because we mentioned <laughs> <laughs> We'll take anyone, if anyone wants to join. We're very, we're very, we're very topical on this We won't one. be keeping you updated on what's happening at Love Island. <laughs> I wouldn't know where to begin. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going back to it, says we've gone way off course there. <laughs> so you think Sam Clucas will be on the list? I don't. So who else do you think would be on the second, the January list as we've called it? I think if Uzzik doesn't start, if, if he doesn't have a good start to the season, it wouldn't surprise me if a phobie crept on that list. <sighs> the, the thing is with Benny Kofobi, it's a do actually, uh, to be fair, if he left Stoke now, he's still been our top goalscorer this season. So he's still got credibility. Yeah, yeah. Even though he hasn't scored a lot of goals, he, he was still our top goal scorer. 
Yeah. To be honest, there's still probably a salon close with him where we might be able, where there'll be a couple of suitors in the championship that go, yeah, we'll have Benick. The thing is with Benick Fairby, from what I've seen of him playing, he's one of them strikers that can't create his own chance. He's one of them that you have to put it on his foot yeah. and he takes his chance. You've got to go for a little you've bit. Got, you've got to basically put it in front of him where he can run on it and put it away. Have we got the midfielders that can do that? I'm not 100%. James might think so, I don't know. I could see I, I could see him going, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think there's going to be, I think he'll give him another go, which well, is fair enough. To be honest, I don't think anyone will leave in January. I can't see anyone, unless, oh. the only way you can see someone leaving in January, some of the people we've mentioned don't go now. Yeah. If they end up staying, and then someone says, come January, they're desperate for a centre-half. Say Vimmer stays, or doesn't go out alone and he's just sitting on in the reserves and someone says like say they have four injuries and they're desperate for a centre half or something yeah. then maybe they might say yeah we'll, we'll take him well, I'll tell you now all eight of them players will be gone by the start of the season even Juve they'll all be gone yeah. I think yeah yeah because basically once it gets close to it Juve's only on a one year contract Stoke will pay him up they'll pay him up and just say go yeah that's what they'll do in Goy, I think Vimmer will be alone. I think Mbuel might be alone. I think Bauer will be alone as well because because we won't be able to sell them. No, I, no one's got an interest in. Them. I think Cameron might get somewhere. Cameron will because we. I think he he wants to go back America, don't he? Or live in London. Yeah, so yeah. If, I, if I think come in. I think uh, I, I do think Cameron might get somewhere. Cameron will move on for now. If somebody yeah. come in, we we'll go. You can have him. Yeah. So he was pretty much like Bojan through. The report on Bojan this week. We we're selling him, but we'll we'll take less than a million if you want to. Basically, that's what I mean. So if he's that good, why are we haven't dropped down to a million to sell him? Yeah, you might as well have Dickinson outside, don't you? Yeah, but he's just banging yeah. the hammer down. Yeah. He's going sold. <laughs> well, Fifteen, start, start <laughs> 15 pounds, uh, cruel, cruel Chandra. Sold. Off you go. All the best. So like saying that, looking at mates, I think they'll be gone. Probably loans or moves You've if got we can. to go, aren't they? You've, You've got, got to go, got to get them out of the side. Got to rebuild. Shall we mention the link with Birmingham for Barahino today? Well, that was a while ago, wasn't it? Two yeah. days ago. Yeah, two days ago, wasn't it? Um, I think it's um, paper talk, but I hope, I hope it's true. It's only a trial, though, isn't it? Well, he, he loves a trial, doesn't he? How many trials has he been in this year? Is he definitely gone now? No, from still, s- still no confirmation. But I'm, uh, I think they might be trying to get something from Birmingham, move the deal across. I mean, I think it's got something to do with the FA because you've got. I've, I've heard about this before. Sometimes when you're obviously terminating a, a player's contract, there's certain protocol you have to go through for for, for terminating. Yeah, uh, yeah. because you only t- you terminating it not for footballing reasons. And yeah, we're, we're doing it because he likes drinking and driving. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. There's probably a lot of red tape around that, I reckon. Well, they don't care as long as they get rid of him. Yeah. I mean, if Birmingham want him, good luck, Birmingham. But, yeah. <laughs> you know. Are they still managerless, Birmingham? I don't know, because Gary Rowett, I mean, I put that good picture up this week of Gary Rowett with somebody. Not oh, Gary Rowett, Gary, Gary Monk. Gary Monk with a picture of him. He had a tattoo Why? on his back. Why? <laughs> Why would you do it? Oh, if he's won the Champions League for you, then fair enough. He's literally done nothing he's apart from having a good run. Yeah. <laughs> Right, won, won a few games. Let's get his face tattooed on my leg. Backside. Is it his backside? <laughs> I just thought it was a big thigh. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he, he goes to the gym a lot then. Monster thighs. <laughs> but 
don't know. I mean, if, if you saw a Liverpool fan now and he got Klopp on, you could go, all right, yeah, he's, he's won the Champions League, I get that. If Stoke, Stoke won the Champions League, you'd have Nathan Jones' name. Oh, yeah, he's having that now. Of his face. We won away at Leeds. <laughs> I, I would literally get, if we won the Champions League, Nathan Jones, I'd get Nathan Jones' face tattooed <laughs> onto my face. Yeah. You could actually have him painted on the front of your house, couldn't you? <laughs> So, it'd, be, it'd be mental if I did. Yeah, it's, never get out of that one. Thing is, they won a couple of years ago where someone Manchester City Champions League winners, yeah, 2016 or whatever it was, yeah, yeah, and, and they didn't, the didn't even get past the quarters or something. <laughs> and you're thinking, why, you absolute idiot? But I know. Yeah. If they want people like that, mate, there'd be nothing left at all. If they want Mourinho, <laughs> they can have him. <laughs> yeah, they can have him. Well, that's what I mean, he'll score an action and get him, get him on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but what, what concerns me is if they haven't got a manager in the club, what's giving him a trial? Who's Charlie? The coach is Charlie, you bring him in. Uh, be interested in the Birmingham job. No, you sound sad about me. Who you just brought in? I don't know. I'm all right, mate. I'll, I'll give that a message. Yeah, so. I mean, it's, it's a strange one, and that's why I think it's paper talk. I thought it was paper talk because they haven't got a manager from what I know of. I mean, I don't know who's been linked. It's one of them was was Sardo. Is he? It's case slim for me. I mean, at the end of the day, when he was at West Brom, there was big talk, weren't they, at Tottenham and everybody else coming in. He's come Stoke and he has really dive bombed, hasn't he? And he has had plenty of chances. Not just like drifted him in here and there. When he first came in, he was first name on the sheet, and he did nothing week in week out. And he and everyone kept going, go on, give him another chance, give well, him another chance. I'll tell you exactly who's who's trialing him, Pep Clutter, the caretaker head coach. Oh. So think, is that the manager? Well, he's the was caretaker, man. He was the assistant manager all season. You need so. to get that manager in. It's out of season, don't you? Well, it's Birmingham in season for them. Deadline day's changed now, hasn't it? It's yeah, before, it's before the, the start of the season, yeah. So you've got less time to sort your squad out before the season starts. I, d- I don't really care about Birmingham. They can they can do what they want as long as they sign Berrini. That's, that's, that's yeah. all they care about. Well, it wouldn't cost much for me, would it, really? Well, I mean, it's free, isn't it, really? Yeah. We're willing to give him away. I mean, if you, if you look at those... can't drive there, can they, Well, he can't drive anywhere now. <laughs> <laughs> not without somebody driving for him. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that's that's not. If we can get rid of all them nine players permanently, wow, what a summer it's been. Yeah, it's been a good clear out if they all go. Yeah. Um. So like I say, yeah, it's been they're gone. So now, now we'll talk about some of uh, some of the talk that's been coming out this week from Nathan Jones. Uh, apparently, mystifying all of us, Jordan Cousins is actually a holding midfielder. He's actually the the key. The key to our season. The key to our season, so Nate, good old Nate says. Well, last week we were talking about who is he, what's he do, <laughs> where's he from? <laughs> yeah. Now he's coming out that he's, he's the, the key, best he's, he's the key to promotion. So, yeah. He's the best. I mean, did, is it right that he did he played left side at Charlotte? No, he played left side. He played everywhere. QPR, holding midfield, strike. Well, not holding midfield, midfield. Scam, right side, left side. But when he was coming through at Charm when Nathan Jones had him in the youth he team, played holding. he played him in the holding midfield and said he was outstanding. Yeah. And then he broke into the Charlton side, but because he was so quick, well, not quick, he moved well, Yeah. that he was breaking Charlton up the pitch and scored their goal of the season, one player of the season, yeah. and then 
have obviously moved on to QPR. Yeah. So I'm more, I'm more really more I'm excited watching now. Yeah, right. I'm really excited watching yeah. Jordan Cousins. I think he's been played out of position at QPR, and I'm just hoping that you know he's not going to be he's, he's going to be what we need that that super holding midfielder that can yeah. finally finally link that defence and, and you know fix all the problems. Well, that's obviously where he's what we said before about letting. Etebo get forward because that's where he's strong enough for me. So if he's going to be the one piling forward, then Cousins is going to sit in there. Yeah, I mean, how then let Etebo get great on? Great play up, get it forward, move it forward. Which looks like Woods will probably miss out on that starting 11. I think Woods will be gone. Is he, do you think he might be on that I've, January I've, list? I think he'll be on the summer list. You think he'll be on the I, summer I list? I don't think he likes him. I just no. don't think he likes him. Which is such a shame because I think there's a real like player him. there. I think he's a good player. I do, Ryan Woods. The the problem is what we've had, which why haven't been a success. When you look at how Brentford play, they've got very good passing defenders. If you look yeah. at the Brentford centre backs, they can pass the ball out all day long. Yeah. And it's just protection for Woods. So if he gets caught, he'll pass to them. They'll pass, and, he, and Ryan Woods looks good. But with our defenders last season, when he when he was when he was playing with Rowett you had Ryan, and who was his partner? Indy, and none of them can, neither of them can pass a ball. No. So he was getting caught all the time, and that's why he had to keep playing sideways balls, because there was nothing else he could do. Well, Ryan still, Ryan still does the exact same thing he did six, seven years ago, where but, he youths it forward, yeah. he still does it. It's, well, it's like a golf shot, isn't it? The good thing is now we've got Liam Lindsay come in, and Liam Lindsay is a very, forward-thinking, modern, young defender. Yeah. He passes the ball forward, he moves with the ball well. He's like, they, they call him the new John Stones up in Barnsley, which hopefully doesn't mean he's going to keep passing the ball to the other team. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to start coming in. He ain't going to start scoring him goals and passing defender, strikers through, but from the looks of it, he's a modern centre-back, Liam Lindsay, which is, again, really filled me with confidence. Yeah. I mean, the only, the only issue we've got is, which we're going to talk about now, is the... I'm a bit worried of what he said about McLean and Ward, that they played together well. That's filled with a bit of fear, I think. I think a lot of people will agree with that. I think there's been people on the page today saying that the only thing I'm not happy about is McLean. And I don't think that's going to go away. It won't go away. It won't go away. Because do we tell you why, why we can't sell him? Because nobody, nobody wants him. No. And he's got four years left on his contract. He yeah. doesn't want to move. Simple as that. You're dead right there about him going to Scotland. It, it, he'd suit Celtic down to the absolute ground. He yeah. Would. He really would. Yeah, they'll adore him up there. He would. I don't know why he hasn't joined there before. No. Why didn't he just go to Celtic where he'd be, he'd be idolised, he'd be loved there? Plus as well, at that level, I think he'd be decent at that level. He'd be alright there. Yeah. Like I say, he'd be alright up in, up in Scotland. I mean, it's a shame because it's... I mean, I don't mind him. A lot of people don't, and I know I can understand why. I don't mind because the politics stuff and the religious stuff I'm not getting into. No. I'm not getting into that kind no, of stuff because no, no. I've got no interest. I'm talking no. about football in ways. If he's on it, if he's on it, there's been times last season where he tore the right back apart. He when he when he is up for it, he is a decent footballer, there's no doubt in that. Not for me anyway. 
he, the problem is he's another one who's dead inconsistent and always has been he's sort of about his consistency he just hasn't got it I he's think just, he I just hasn't got the ability I think he is decent at times I'll, I'll disagree with I, that I just I just don't I don't rate him at all to play no. never have done I've never have done I was dead disappointed when we signed him and I said I can remember I got a stick for that as well another Darren Fletcher where I got stick even though I was right I said well, he ain't good enough he, he won't be good enough he doesn't score enough goals and create enough chances he will be a flop at Stoke yeah but Apparently he is the best man in the dressing room now. He's like the the gel that puts it all together. Apparently now. But he's a winger. Play wingers. Well, so you do play him up top. He, have, he could play him as his left wing back. Well, he's, he has played there for West Brom. Yeah, he has played there now and again. So I'm thinking, but well, that's what's worrying me though. He's rash. It's not so much he's rash. What's worrying me though is it's makeshift again. Yeah. And I'm looking at it and going, well, are we playing them because we can't sell him? Or is it because, for me, this thing that I'm getting so sick of, it'll do. Yeah. Instead of, let's get it fixed. Oh, no, he'll do. That's why Eric Peters has been here for five seasons and two years too long. Because yeah. it'll do. But how many times have we stood there on a Saturday and gone, what formation are we playing? And that's been the case for some time. And I don't want him to say, because if he wants to play a diamond and he's bringing these players in to fit a diamond, I don't want him to get to the start of the season and go, well, McLean's, um, McLean's obviously, let's play him, let's do this, let's do that. I, I just don't see the point in him being there. If anything, he'd be better off bringing somebody in who um, is going to fit the diamond. Maybe a sub or somebody's squad player. It's getting him out though, isn't he? That's, that's the biggest problem. It's all well and good saying, you, you know, let's bring in a replacement. It's shifted him, which is going to be the problem. Like, hopefully he's going to play the diamond. I really hope he's going to play this diamond because it works so well for Luton. And I, I yeah. think if we get the right players in to get it round, then it'll work. But the problem is for me, what I'm still worried about is we've got no wing-backs. Proper left wing-back that knows how to do the modern role. And you don't have to have pace, you don't have to be a quick wing-back to be a good quality player because if a, a, a team is knitted together and knows what it's doing, they move well on the ball anyway. You still, still need no hard defend, don't you? Oh yeah, they've still got no hard defend, but that's a modern job, job of a wing-back. They've got to be able to get forward, get back and do the job that's required. Put a cross in, put a pass through. It's probably the busiest job on the pitch. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's now, yeah, especially yeah. with a diamond system because you rely on your wing backs more than anything and for me you can't play Stephen Ward in that role he can't he can't bomb forward and get back he's yeah. 33 yeah I wouldn't mind if he brought a young lad in and he's like he's understood it but we said this when Johnson came yeah I said before when Glenn Johnson come you've got a player who's played for Liverpool he's played for Chelsea he's won a lot of silverware and you think now was the time when he first brought him in to yeah. get a young kid in and say right Glenn he's with you he, he learns everything off you you train together and and he'll pick up good information you, you will do won't you obviously it's like training with a top goalkeeping coach who was a top player you will pick up a lot of tips about football oh yeah it, 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 it comes naturally yeah. but it's too late for us it's too late for us oh because yeah, we brought in Phil Bards and a free transfer yeah. he, was, he was about two years younger but we had five or six players who were all coming towards the end oh of yeah. the career well, but no youth in well I'll tell you this, this, this will shock me I, I learned this up the other week do you know how much money I think, I think I'm think i right on this anyway do you know how much money do you think Mark Hughes spent on the defence 
in four years, just before we not not the season we went down. Ignore before, that. Before we, before, yeah. before that summer when we went down, how much money do you think he spent on our defence? I'm gonna say forty million. Forty million. Keep going. No, nowhere near. Nowhere near. Miles behind. Is it? Yeah. How much was Volshart? That's it. Is that the only player we bought? Yeah. Three three point four million we spent on our defence. So not including the season we went down. Yeah. yeah. Four three point four million pounds we spent on yeah. our on our defence, and we wonder why it all it all rotted at one point. Johnson free transfer. Yeah. The thing is though, for me, it's not just about how much he spent on defence. When Enzonzi left, we should have got big money for him. Oh yeah, we should yeah, have got big, yeah. big money for, for reinvestment. The only problem is, is like you said before, I wouldn't have trusted Mark Hughes. If we'd have sold him for fifty million, I would not have trusted Mark Hughes. Spend that. Oh, 50 he would million. have gone out and bought a load of garbage from yeah, from yeah. abroad. They played four games and then, oh, what's he doing in the team? He he'd be, he'd he's brought Rocky Santa Cruz back. Somebody. Thirty six. He's ready. Come on. <laughs> That's what I mean. So like straight away, like looking at it, I mean Nathan Jones. I like what he's doing, I like what he's saying, and I like, even with that action of those eight players, he's telling them, you're not wanted here yeah. at all. Yeah. But one player's missing out of that group, who do you think it is, out of that nine? Go on. But he wouldn't go and die. And die, yeah. He likes him. You can tell, he likes and die. But and die doesn't last Stoke. <laughs> well, the thing is, I think he's a bit of a snake. I think he's... He's a money grabby, but not only that, he seems like he's chasing the dream of being a top quality star player, which he isn't. He hasn't got the ability for. Do you think it strikes you a little bit of the on out of it situation and the fact that his brother runs the show? Yeah, I his mean, agent must run the show for him. His agent's like saying this, that, and the other that he can play at an higher level. The only team that wants him is Fenerbahce, and they aren't willing to pay what we don't want. And let's face it, that's a poor league. It is a poor league, it's a poor league, and I think they finished sixth in that league, so, you know, he he comes out and, I mean, to me, I know we had a link to Everton, but that we've found out since that that link's absolute garbage, it's rubbish, it's it's, just paper talk talk again, so, realistically, we're going to be, if he wants him, I hope he comes back now, I don't like the man, and I hope he does go, but if but if he likes him, Jones wants him and thinks he can fit him in that diamond. I don't see where though. And if Cousins is that defensive midfielder, that's in Dye's position. And that's when it comes back to that right sided central midfielder that was on about earlier on. I suppose, yeah. That's where Badu and Dye fits in. He'd be very defensive. So in Dye. No, Badu's a forward midfielder. He's not, he's not a defensive. I still think he does well, though, defending. He does, he does. That's what I mean. He'd be a, be a so nice little protection with Cousins. Dye, Cousins, Atabo. And I tell you what, that midfield isn't scared of pace. No. Cousins, hard working, fit lad. Atabo. was always fit. Atabo yeah. was extremely. I mean, Atabo does stuff that's magic. Yeah. I mean, he, he, just, he, he loses the ball and then tackles the pitch. He's got the ball off him. So. Was in die on the list for Holland. Yeah. To go. Yeah, he's on the list to go. Yeah. He's had a chat with him, hasn't he? They're waiting, they're waiting for him to come back, aren't they? But the thing is, like, I'd be excited if Indai comes back and plays in the championship in this system because he's a quality midfielder. Yeah. We we, we know that anyway from that half a season he played at Stoke. Yeah. Now, to be fair to Indai, he did start the season. He did all the pre-season. He did start with Rowett, but. 
he just didn't want to be in this level. Apparently, it's not that he just doesn't want to be at Stoke, it's he doesn't want to be at this level. Yeah. Because you've got to think as well, look, we die, he is 27. He is getting the wrong side of 20 now. I suppose it didn't help that his first game was against Leeds. Oh, I know, we got absolutely like, battered. Batters in a fire, wasn't it, a little bit? Yeah. He's like, well, well. And you looked at that midfield, it had no defence capability at all. And we got absolutely murdered in the mid- midfield. Do you think though? I don't know why players. I, I don't know why players class the championship as a poor level. No, I it's think the it's the most ferocious, fast, intense league there is. I think <laughs> we've completely misjudged it last season. We thought we were going to come down and walk it. I mean, I said it'd be done by August. I didn't. I, I, you, you, you were already booking your. What's it? You were. You, you were ready for the prep before we even get to ball. But you couldn't stand really because I mean I fell for the excitement I mean and, and Joe Allen stayed uh, Bauer stayed which was excited about at the time Butland said he was going to stay and, and a phobia had come in and I thought here we go we're going to do this we're going to yeah. do this and we were well underprepared yeah. the squad was disjointed and we got murdered literally murdered is, though, if you look at a lot of teams that go down and go straight back up the following season they can score goals and if they keep the strikers, you've only got to look at Newcastle. When Newcastle went down that year, when the only player they lost one year was Michael Owen. And they had Andy Carroll up front, they had Nolan Bort, and they still had a good core. And Carroll was scoring goals for fun for Newcastle then. And what? that season, they lost one game, I think, all season. Yeah, they were, they were brilliant. The first time they came back, they were brilliant. And the yeah. second time they went down, they had John Joe Shelby and kept hold of him. Yeah. There's a big difference between John Joe Shelby and Joe Allen. Yeah. John Joe Shelby can pick a player with a pass from, from, yards, yeah. from, from anywhere. Yeah. He's, he's a great pass for the ball. That's why he nearly got an England or did get an England cap, from what I remember. And that was the season they had Gale up front. But the thing is, when people get I mean, so sick of hearing Gale again. <laughs> but it's gone quiet this week. I know, look brilliantly. <laughs> I know, brilliantly. We don't need him. We need midfielders. That's what we need. I keep, I keep saying it and keep saying it and keep saying it. I thought you said what? Right, wing backs. We need wing backs as well. But, <laughs> but like I said to you now, but I, I think now with what's his name, Nathan Jones coming out, I'm comfortable. If he thinks Cousins can play that role, then don't buy Ben Pearson. Just stick with Cousins. Then if he thinks Cousins is the key to that midfield, let him play that. I mean, it's not very really often you see a manager call out a player like he has. Well, yeah, he's he, come has, out. he has said, this is it, he is my top man. For me, now, I think all the money has got to go on sorting that wing, wing backs out and getting another midfielder if and die doesn't want to stay. That's, yeah. that's the job now. I, I think, though, as well. Like he said, with Endai, he's dragged on now for two seasons, hasn't he? He's dragged on, but he's... There's, st- there's still a value. Yeah, but that was for me, yeah. there's still a value on him. Yeah, there, is. there is interest around him. Yeah. There's clubs wanting buying. So, it's not like in Bueller where literally nobody wants him. <laughs> and he's quiet all summer window. So, Endai could come in. And it's, if he's, I'd be saying to Endai, listen, interest has been a little bit up and down. Let's... Why don't you just have this season at Stoke? Let's try and push for promotion. If he gets, if he went up at Stoke with that team, and let's face it, there's been three transfers and a few questionable ones at the beginning. If he went up in that team, there'd be plenty of interest in you come 
May, won't they? Yeah. Oh, there yeah. There'd be plenty of clubs. They'd be interested. Yeah, they'd be interested. But he, he wouldn't want to leave there anyway because we're back in the Premier League. But then also yeah. the fans have turned back onto him and go, oh, well, I like him die. What a good player he is. The fans are back on side. Yeah. He's happy at Stoke now and he's back in the Premier League. Yeah, where he wants to play. So, I mean, he must know. He must. If, if there's any hint that he wants to come back to the club, that's because of Nathan Jones. Simple as that. Yeah, because at the beginning, at the end of the season, when he hadn't been at Stoke, he, he was a category. He isn't coming yeah, back. Yeah. End of story. Now all of a sudden it's like, well, no one quite knows what's happening. Whereas what? before there was no chance he was ever putting a kick Stoke on again. Well, at the moment I think he's still it was Senegal or somewhere in the African Cup of Nation, the Afcon. Right. So we don't really know what's going to happen after that. There might have already been. We might look like with egg on his faces next week because he's already agreed a <laughs> deal. He's already agreed a deal to join Brighton. Yeah. You know, you, you, you don't know. It's a twelve-year deal in China somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he's signed for the Ching Chang Warriors. But it's, it's, uh, it's, it's. I mean, from straight away, I know it's only League Town, but I like how many goals we put away. I mean, we played League Town when was it Wednesday? Yeah. And we fumped them for six now. Yeah, it's. It, I don't know why people have complained about that. I don't. People are complaining, saying it should have been 19, 20. Well, it's not nothing to be proud of being League. Well, it's still a football match. It's still, still got football match. players out in front of it. And we need confidence back. What is wrong with people? Yeah. What is going on? People's head. We beat them six now. They're an non-league football team. Yeah. We don't want to go out there and completely embarrass them. They they've got. You know, jobs do, yeah. and then try to get League Cup against. We are half time here, part time League Town fans. Well, I was a bit devastated by that. I wanted it a scratchy 1 0 win, I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the thing is, is, we've been struggling to score goals for two seasons, and it's nice for see that sort of scoreline. So, yeah, granted, it's only a semi professional football club, but at the same time, the lads are trying to get fit. Nathan Jones is trying to implement the way he wants to play. So as far as I'm concerned, it makes no difference whether it was Lick Town or Mac Town or whatever. It doesn't make any difference as long as you're scoring goals, you're winning games, you're getting fit and the team's taking shape. Because at the end of the day, if all them players leave, plus all the players that have come in, it is a big change to the squad. Oh, I There's going to be a bit of a... What's it? A, that's the word. I think the team... Packard. So it only move, not only move period, but do you know what I mean. It's, there's going to be a bit of what's it adjusting for everybody. Oh yeah, you've got you've got to adjust to. Yeah, because yeah. the squad's going to completely change from last season. So the the fans need to understand a little bit as well that when the season kicks off, you might look at it after six games and go, "Oh, we've drawn four and lost one, and only won one." But until they start finding the feet as a, as a group, because the groups change that much. I think we I think we do need a little bit of patience. To be honest with you, like looking at it at the moment, I mean, like oh, beating them and getting at the moment these kind of friendlies don't matter. This is just for fitness. It's just for fitness. Get them out there. Get used to playing and getting games again, and then look around. But the thing what has impressed me, all the strikers that I think are going to be first choice next season got on the score sheet. Folks took away an actually Campbell got a brace, and even a Phoebe took one away. Yeah. So all of them were forwards. Yeah, and they're all scoring goals. So they're all scoring goals. Now, it, that's it. I know, again, it's only League Town, which I can hear people screaming down their headphones at me now going, yeah, but it's only League Town. Stop moaning. 
<laughs> the fact is that we're going to move on to a few more friendlies now but the good thing that's helping is we aren't playing against teams that we can't lose to it actually helps confidence when, it, when you've got a team that's been battered week in week out like Stoke I mean we went to St Pauli and it was like watching paint dry it was horrendous watching Stoke in that St Pauli game it was horrendous I'll tell you what else was horrendous was the atmosphere much the Stoke fans when we went oh yeah there was like they, they, were, they were just angry all everyone, yeah, like, everyone was so angry yeah, apart from us, we were quite jubilant. Well, I don't know. The end, towards the end, I was, I was trying to get older Charlie out. But this is <laughs> what we need. We need to. We needed a big clear out. We need a complete change of philosophy and everything. Oh, everything's got changed now. I mean, Steve Turnbull's wrote on the page earlier. All I want this season is positivity, and and that is exactly I'm hundred percent behind that. Yeah, you need positivity. You've got to give the bloke a go. And these people who are coming on moaning and moaning, going. Yeah. Oh well, you know we we are only beating League Town. Oh well, we're bringing in free transfers and not bringing in quality. Well, last season we spent sixty-five million pound and only three of them play. Yeah. So let's get it in perspective now, because I mean, if Jordan Jordan Cousins could be a better player than Ryan Woods and Sam Lucas. Yeah, we could be sitting here in a few weeks going, "What were we even on about Ryan Woods for?" Yeah, we bought Nick Powell in, who's been impressing at Wigan. Who's a very highly rated young well not a young lad he's been an highly rated young lad and he's he's trying to make a career for himself these are players that we've got for nothing yeah. and I think there are improvements on what we had before I mean Sam Lucas cost us six and a half million wow Ryan Ward's six and a half million yeah add that together it's twelve odd million and we could have bought we could have bought a decent defender with that yeah could have bought Dwight Gale oh Dwight Gale again <laughs> sick of <laughs> <laughs> the fact is that You've got to, I mean, it's like Hilton, for example, who joined Luton. Hilton, before he was at Luton, was just an has been striker that was here, there, and everywhere. He went Luton, he can't stop banging goals away. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and everyone was doing, even, I remember, like, look, I had a look the other day at the Luton Town stuff when Hilton scored. Uh, not scored, joined Luton. They're all moaning, oh, who's he? Oh, he's not going to do anything. Oh, Hilton, yeah. he's an has been. And then, and then they shut up after he scored 30 goals in his first season. Yeah. Yeah, that his name tattooed on. <laughs> <laughs> his face tattooed on the backside. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, the thing is, I think a lot of Stoke fans need to, and I, I know why some are dubious because things have been so negative for a while. But um, I think you need to buy into his philosophy, don't you? He's got a way of playing a certain way. Some managers have come to Stoke, and it's like, wow, how predictable are we? We're so predictable. Whereas with, with Nathan over the summer, you're thinking, this is completely different, we're not used to this. Like the players he's bringing in and the way he's setting up the squad and stuff, and you think, we need buy into it, we do, we just need to let it go and see how, it get, how, how they get on. So, um, but yeah, there's, there's no there's no harm in scoring six goals against anybody. Is it? Well, that's, that's the thing about it, mate, so. most of the time when you're looking at when you're looking at these people who are moaning and, and coming through, you've got to you've got to wake up some of them more. Yeah, they're obviously Premier League, Premier League people that just think that it's easy, it's job done. It, you've got you've got to let this man build a squad. He's obviously for me a, a future a future star of a manager. Well, I'm hoping. Watch me have egg on my face next season when he's sacked and Beale's come there. But like I say to you, it's it's one of them now. So now we're going to go on to, been putting the questions out all week. We actually put some polls up and we're going to go through them now. 
One of the polls that we put up about three hours ago was who will be the Stoke left back next season. And I've put it's either going to be Stephen Ward or a new signing. I put that vote to you. It's come in now and it's 73% believe a new signing is going to be coming in. Yeah. And only 27% believe that Stephen Ward's the man. That's just optimism. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. I think people are just saying, please let them bring somebody else in. We've had a fair few votes on there, so I can only thank you for voting. The big one, though, was out of the eight abandoned players, which would you keep? And if you could, let's see what you've put down. So, top of the list is Jeff Cameron. He's got 17 votes, so they don't mind keeping him. I think you're all mad. When's the last time he played for Stoke? I can't, can't think that far back. Was I still in my 30s? I think it was 10 once. <laughs> um, second, second most votes with uh, 15 votes was Eric Peters. A lot of people want him to stay. 11 votes for Moritz Bowie. Again, I think you're mad. Um, Bowie-Ann's got 10. <laughs> and Dave Biffle's added one in, which is not. <laughs> I'll go with that. Look there. <laughs> And Positivity on the podcast. And then you yeah. vote for Janny and Buell. What's that about? I just did it because I thought it might get a reaction out of me. I think you. I think you're prophetic. I thought you might have thrown your coffee at me. <laughs> Time yet? <laughs> Not with that mug, please. <laughs> so all I can say is, it looks like you've spoken. You wouldn't mind keeping hold of Jeff Cameron, but let's hope you haven't got a choice. Now we go on to the normal questions off Facebook, and again, Paul Woodward says. Can you buy shirts around the Stoke ground using Bitcoin? Again? <laughs> What's this obsession with Bitcoin? He's selling Bitcoin. He, I think he must have some investment in it. Yeah. In one of them, you know, the Carbadana coins or the Sliston coins, wherever they are. Yeah, I think uh, I think he needs to uh, sort his life out. <laughs> I think he needs to just use a bank <laughs> instead, instead of Bitcoin. Uh, the next question is, why aren't we spending money have the purse strings tightened? Well, I, I do think we need safe money. I said that um, before. I, I, we, we have got to start looking at trying to save a bit of money because we've wasted so much. There's no two ways about it. At the end of the day, I know it's a football club, but it's also a business. And the amount of money we've wasted, we need to redeem it somewhere, don't we? Yeah, we do, yeah. And, and people can sit there and moan all they want about Coates needs to put his hand in his pocket. Well, Coates has put his hand in his pocket. Plenty of times and yeah, it's not worked. Not enough. Not enough. Come on, we, we, we have wasted some big money. Oh yeah, but we've wasted players. money, but that's because we were too tight to buy the good versions in the first place. But I, I don't think he I don't think he I would never have trusted his use with with money anyway. I wouldn't have trusted him with no. fifty pounds. If, if he worked for me, I wouldn't trust him going down the building. Well, let's, be, let's be honest, if he if I asked him to go get a coffee, he'd better come back with a tea. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Uh, another question is, Mark, where'd you get that fancy shirt from? Well, I could do with it shrinking, <laughs> to be honest. It's like, I've never seen a shirt so big, it's like a tent. I'm sure they cover Congleton with it when it rains. <laughs> that was a bit of a joke, one, I like that. <laughs> do you think Bojan deserves another chance? No, he's had enough chances. Yeah, I'm not getting into that. Sorry, Dave. Uh, so we're going to, who's this now? Dave, Dave again. That's Dave Keith Lemons, love child, says he. I like that one. I like that one. He says, Sector. <laughs> he says, get rid of him. <laughs> I don't know what he's on about there. Uh, he said, 
Stephen Ward will be covered. I think he's right. For who? For that new signing. <laughs> It's probably Bowers' brother, Robert. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I, he likes him though, doesn't he? We've got him. We've got to buy into his philosophy. Yeah. Do you know what I think? A lot of the time is, I think this might be your problem as well. well if the name and exotic, you're not interested. I'm not like that. Well, Steve, I mean, I can't be like that. <laughs> Stephen Ward. There's no, nothing exotic. Well, that's probably if it was Ward Hoss. I'd be, <laughs> be all over it. Yeah. Uh, if it was Roberto Ward. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's great. Right, so fresh through the pre-season travelling party camp, as, as it said, has pretty much come out. So the goalkeepers, the four goalkeepers that have been uh, pushed through is Jack Butland, Joseph Buzik, Adam Federici and Adam Davis, which is expected really, except Joseph Basic, but I've heard he's a talented young keeper. The defenders that have been selected, Danny Batt, Tom Edwards, Nathan Collins, Ryan Shawcross, Harry Suter, Bruno Martins, Indy, Liam Lindsay and Stephen Ward. So they are. Yeah, that's, that's pretty obvious, isn't it? Midfielders that have been picked, Sam Clucas, Joe Allen, Jordan Cousins, Jake Dunwoody, Tom Ince, Daniel Jarvis, James McLean, Nick Powell, T Bolt Verlinden, and Ryan Woods. Daniel Jarvis is probably the only one. Well, Jake Dunwoody as well. Yeah, they're two that have obviously been knocking a little bit at the door. Yeah, so it looks like it might be seen a good youngster or two. Forwards, as expected, goes without saying Benny Foby, Taris Campbell, Lee Gregory, Sam Vokes. So there you go, you've heard that live, that come out seconds ago, and you're hearing it live on the pod. Yeah. Which you'll hear on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's sort of live. <laughs> it's, it's live to one. But anyway. Uh, so now we go to the Instagram questions. Why did why does it look like your teeth are missing on your picture? It's, it's, it's something to do with your lighting, isn't it? It's <laughs> <laughs> like uh, a cave. <laughs> uh, tree ten oh eight. He's asked you look fancy in that shirt, where can you get one? <laughs> you can have one for 10 quid. <laughs> but make sure that you buy a size that's not too big for you, like I Chris Stoke City FC's asked, can you get it in a medium? <laughs> yeah, that, if it's a medium, it'd be large. <laughs> so get a, get a small. Have you been extra large? Lewis Eccleston is a straight, oh sorry, Lucas Eccleston 1. You get him at left back. That's the name. <laughs> I get him in. <laughs> I put a question out the other day. Um, three players needed, who you, who would you buy? Got a few responses. Lewis Eccleston 1. He's put in Majiki at left back. I'm going to have to do some research on who he is. <laughs> Gail and Mapenzi. Mapenzi. He was big talker in going Liverpool a few years ago. I know Mpanzu, yeah. I mean, I'd take, I don't know who this left back is, but I, Gail can, I'm sick of hearing him. And Mpanzu, I'd take Mpanzu. I'd take him, I'd take him all day long if he's as talented as you say. Uh, a lot from that much time. <laughs> well, well, you'd have known him, wouldn't you? Yeah, you, 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 I would, I would, yeah. Yeah, definitely know that. Uh, right, so we've got another one. Um, Dave Button. Dodgy. What a dodgy? Must like it. What are they called? Zips? <laughs> 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 Must like his what's called Zips. 
Oh, my God. You know, one of them coats that's not got buttons on. <laughs> you know, the popular thing. Uh, he says he wants Carl Jenkinson. I don't think he'll come straight, mate, to be honest. And he's a right back. Is he at West Ham, Carl or Jenkinson? No, he's back at Arsenal. Is he? Yeah, he's back at Arsenal. Yeah, he's back yeah. in the first team, as far as well. Well, apparently, I was reading somewhere he was in a £12 million talks with um, Sheffield United, so. I don't think Stoke can afford him, mate. No. To be honest, no. um, he wants. I can't say that. Gatter, Gatterico nails. I'll say I'll, I'll, I'll edit that in. <laughs> <laughs> and the midfielder called Pearson. Well, I've I love Which Pearson. Mentioned that before. I love, I love Ben Pearson. I yeah. think he's worth taking. I, I think that all depends. I think we might be all good now in midfield, aren't we? If. If Indarty does come back, I think we've got a really strong midfield now. I just think, like you say, that left-back position for me is still a massive problem. I don't know about maybe another right-back. Because Edwards, is he the finished article? I don't think he is, not just yet. We need a spare right-back, that's, that's yeah, yeah. what I'm saying. Another question is, chi, uh, sausage or bacon on an oatcake? From Joseph Stokes at the FC. Both. I agree with that, both, yeah. Both. Both job done. Both. But what if it's either or? You might not want no either or. Depends who's cooking the bacon, does it? Who are you hinting at there now? Well, I only cook it with the cooks at home, so. So it's you then, isn't it? <laughs> you cook the bacon. Yeah, but you can get that stringy bacon, can't you? Oh, that's think? not for eating now, that's just no. for fucking throwing in the bacon. I'm not a fan of them, them oat cakes from the supermarket either. I like two flip flops. I'd more prefer. Gavin. Freshens. <laughs> Bovies. Foley's. Eileen. What are you trying to get sponsorship in? <laughs> trying to get a shirt that fits. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that's it for the questions. Um, wait, there, still one live, as you can hear. Duncan will probably look to add a young left back to the squad, like we tried to do with James Justin before he joined Leicester. Who have Leicester got there at left back before? Yeah, Ben Chilwell. You're not going to get those with about 60 million. Yeah, Prieri, that Portugal left yeah, back. Yeah. And now James Justin, so he's probably third choice already, really. Yeah. So why don't we get him on loan? Good loaning back, yeah. It's not, not a bad shout, but mm, try get him on loan if he's not. If Ben Chilwell doesn't leave. Yeah, it's big talking in City, though, isn't they? So they signed that Angelino City have, who I talked about last week. Yeah. So they've got Angelino, Mendy, and Zinchenko. Zinchenko not left back though. He is he's actually been, midfield. Yeah, but he's been playing that. Yeah, he's only just been makeshift there. He's even back in midfield. Class now. though, isn't he? Well, he is. Yeah. Well, he's, he is and he isn't. I mean, he can't defend for a kick off, but he is good at getting but the ball. But do you need defending that sir? I think. I think you do. Oh, I think it was you do when it's irregular. Oh, I mean, I do. I, 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 but I think he'd be. Imagine how good he'd be in his position as holding. And again, oh. it doesn't seem to play left back. Fabian Dalf played there Dalf, as well. Yeah. Dalf's not a bad call on loan. No, he would have come stout now. He's had too much money as well. He's on about, yeah. about 80 grand a week. Yeah. No, he hasn't really played last season, did he? No, he's the season he, before. He, does, he doesn't play. So, you, you know, I think his career is literally now on the version of collapse. Right, so thank you for getting involved, getting your questions in. That's all we've got so far this week. So now. We're going to move in to fame and shame. Shame, Kitson. Well, I'm not really ashamed that he didn't do anything, to be honest. He's a shame on the other way. He's, he's not. He's not. It's a shame. He is a shame. <laughs> he's, he's a, <laughs> a bit harsh. <laughs> he was a disgrace of a man. He, he was. You call him a striker. It's an insult to strikers. And, uh, I, I, the only thing that confused me with Kitson a lot was 
you've got a striker who at Reading was good in the air and we had a team that was good at crossing a ball and we <laughs> fed him that much service he still couldn't score goals. He still couldn't score goals. <laughs> I mean, his record was nearly as bad as Benny Eno's. I mean, he did something like six months before scoring his first goal for Stoke. Yeah. What is it with Stoke and record signings? Yeah. I didn't think he ever wanted to come. He didn't. I think it was just the fact that we were in the Prem and, and, and that's why I came. Well, when he was on Daily Mail, you know, slagging Stoke off, it did come out that he had no interest in coming Stoke. No. Steve Coppel forced the deal because they wanted the money. Yeah. He had no interest was at all in leaving. Million? Million. No, five and a half million it was. was five and a half million it was. And um, to be honest, it's it's just an absolute disgrace really that you know, he has the nerve to go out on Daily Mail with his new little role he's got there, come out and slag Stoke off. Yeah, yeah. When we give him that opportunity to play in the Premier League again and he didn't take it and he wasn't good enough. I think sometimes it's easier if if I was an ex footballer It'd be easier for sometimes when people ask you them questions, just go, yeah, it's a good club. You don't need to say much more. You start slagging clubs off left, right and centre. It, it doesn't look, it's not a good reflection on yourself. And it doesn't look good to the, the youth either. To, to have that bad attitude when they get older. Well, I mean, he's probably better because Stoke was the last point of his career. Yeah. He did nothing really after us. He went dropped down, dropped down to cash, struggling in Portsmouth. Yeah. where he, he didn't play man, he didn't score a lot of goals and then ended up back at his first club Cambridge United or Cambridge City, whichever one it was. So his career completely fell apart after Stoke and he's got a grudge against Stoke because of it. Yeah, but it's, it's down to him. Yeah, that's what it is. You've got to put, you've got to dig in. You've got to work hard at the end of the day and if you don't, then it's a short career, isn't it? A football career, so... Um, and like I say, that just smacks a sour grapes, doesn't it, when you say stuff like that? Oh yeah, it's, it's just a, blo- it's, it's a bloke yeah. who's lost his yeah. way, hasn't he? And he's, he? and he's all annoyed, he's all let down, because the club, he couldn't work at it. He, he had the service, he had everything, but he couldn't put the ball in the net. Yeah. Look at look um, when James Peter scored, he scored, what was it, nine goals in that half a season? Six months. <laughs> yeah, in six months, and he, he, he put about the same time and effort in as him. Yeah, but yeah, it's... It, like I say, I, I don't, I don't really take calm to that sort of stuff. It's just, it's pathetic, really. At the end of the day, it's like you're working somewhere and changing job because the money isn't enough, but the job itself was a good career. And you sort of go, if somebody asked you what it was like working there, you go, oh, it was great working there, but the money wasn't great. And that's that end of discussion. The conversation stone dead. It was a good place to work, but I needed more money. He ripped Stoke te- limb from limb, like in the in the paper, and you're just thinking, was there any need for that? He could have left that alone. It was a long time ago. It wasn't like it happened yesterday. Sometimes people say things in anger, don't they? When it's just happened, and and then think about it after and go, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that. But yeah. I, I I genuinely think how long ago is it now? Ten years? Eleven? No, it's a bit long, about eight years, nine, because he joined the first season in the Premier League, yeah. so about nine years ago. So nine years ago. But he ago. was with us two and a half years, wasn't he, so, yeah. or a bit a bit less. I mean, we had to get literally give him away yeah. to Portsmouth in the deal. Forget. I mean, I can remember that. We got rid of, we give we gave Portsmouth Liam Lawrence and Dave Kitson for Mark Wilson. <laughs> Is that the same, about the same time Begovic came as well? No, I think Begovic was a couple of years after that. Was he? Because Mark Wilson was a very highly rated holding midfielder at one point. 
Do you know, I can't even remember Lawrence going there. Yeah, he went Portsmouth, yeah, from Stoke, yeah, he was part of the deal, get Wilson in Stoke. Because the only thing I can remember of it was, on deadline day, the paperwork was faxed over to him because he was on international duty with yeah, Ireland. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even know he was going. So, he was just a part of the deal and he didn't he didn't go. But saying that he'd lost his place by that point, I mean Bennett were coming as well. Yeah, yeah. He, he'd lost his place. He was loved at Stoke one in Lawrence. What do you think yeah, he was? He was. Yeah. You see, he, I was so close on putting him on my YYY team, Lawrence, instead of him, Everington. Bottle. There was a lot of ladies in the booth and when I was in the booth and who only went watch Stoke for Lawrence. There was one or two who went, well, do you love Stoke? No, I'm here to see Lawrence. They loved him. It's like a, it's yeah, like he was a good player, though, to be fair. That season we went up, he was the best player on the pitch. Yeah, I think they liked him because he had blonde blonde <laughs> and, <laughs> and he wasn't bad looking yeah he did to be fair he does look he does look like an actual cast member of love island it's like a cheaper version of david beckham <laughs> <laughs> if you buy one you get one Liam monetary <laughs> right so now we move on to fame and it's actually one of our greatest ever players this one it is the one and only Freddie Steele. I remember him well. <laughs> you don't rely it. <laughs> Freddie Steele's is Stoke City's second greatest goal scorer. He's just behind just behind John Ritchie. 224 games, 140 goals in the red and white of Stoke. Wow. Including injury problems with that as well. That's a good return, that is. I mean he's from Hanley. He was he was plagued from serious injury and depression after the Second World War. Because he, he of course went and fought in there, so it's it's. His mother and father won't remember it. <laughs> he won't. <laughs> he won't. I mean, he played with the Stokes Holy Trinity, Neil Franklin and Stanley Matthews. So he's also. So he's in with good clubs. So he's in with good players. I mean, this is a bloke that he, he doesn't get a lot of mentions really. He doesn't get a lot of, when people talk about old players, and you never hear Freddie Steele's name mentioned in the same grasp as like Dixie Dean and. Because not many people were alive and remember him. <laughs> yeah, but there's not many who remember Duncan Edwards, but his, his name's very much remembered and known about the United ex legend who died, of course, in the Munich Air disaster. That's why, because of the Munich Air disaster. <laughs> well, to be fair, he was a good player, but he was never going to imitate Stanley Matthews, was he? It's like, it's like Liverpool players, isn't it? A lot of that team will always be remembered because of Hillsborough. When Kenny Dalglish yeah, will always be linked to that. Yeah, yeah always. When, it, when something big happens that's a tragedy, big names never get forgotten and, and that's... Yeah, but he was a big name, that's what I mean, especially in Stoke. He was from Anley, he was from Stoke. Uh, I know he died, he died young, he was only 59 when he died, but he, still, he was still in the area. Lived at Newcastle under, under line. I think, you know, you know, when um, the, in the 1863 suite at Stoke, yeah. I'm pretty certain Freddie Steele played in that team where everyone was from Staffordshire. Yeah, he did, yeah. He's definitely part of the pound yeah. team. The yeah. pound team was, it was, it was lovingly called. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone was from Stoke-on-Trent. Yeah, yeah. The only concerning thing is, I think, three of that side from Burzell. <laughs> now, imagine this for a record for England. Go on. He played six times for England, yeah. but scored eight goals. Well, you can't argue with that return, can you? <laughs> <laughs> is that the best return in history? He is still classed as one of the best finishers in English it's history. It's not like 1.2 goals per game. <laughs> no, it's more, isn't it? It's more, it's more, than, it's more than a goal per game. They work it out on a, it's on, minus, isn't on it? a point, isn't it? Yeah, it's minus minutes per game, isn't it? Because he yeah. scored more than he played. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Like I say, yeah, I mean, 
He's not only known though for Stoke. Yeah, but hang on a minute. Let's get back to that goal scoring. Six games, eight goals. The yeah. question is, why did they drop him? The, the reason why he, he dropped him is because when he played, he only played for a year in 36 to 37 and then of course obviously not long after the war happened right and he became he came back with depression and was injured so he couldn't play so he he, he, he tried his best but it didn't really happen much what after he that. saw in the he, war he, yeah affected him though. it's such a shame uh, and he went on to play for Mansfield Town and in 53 games he scored 39 goals injured and depressed and depressed <laughs> So when we talk about strikers, this is the great. I think he's got. So to let's down. face it, it's, it's all down to the. If it weren't for Hitler, he'd have been the greatest striker. He'd, for he'd probably be probably be England's greatest ever finisher of all time. He'd probably go score about four hundred goals. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Still could be sitting here with a hundred thousand sitting. Well, that's what thing he said, didn't he? When you go back into the history, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Jimmy Hill or somebody said. If it wasn't for the Second World War, Stoke City would have won nine titles and would have been one of the most one of the most best teams in the area. And because of that, nobody would have been United followers. No one would have been Liverpool followers because that time Stoke, Stoke that would have been the best team in that area. Yeah. So the Second World War did hit because of Italy. Yeah. It didn't just cost us good players their careers. It cost it's us. It cost us global in global success and trophies. Yeah. It really is a Malta. Without swearing on it. <laughs> so I mean we then move on to his career after Mansfield. He went on to play twenty five times for Vale and scored twelve goals. So still an incredible return for a finisher. And but not only that, he went on to become Vale's greatest ever manager. He took them from the fourth tier to the second, yeah. including getting them to a semi final of the FA Cup. Yeah. So He's really put veiled where they are today. Yeah. So when people say John Rudge was the best manager in Port Vale's history, I'm afraid to say it's, it's Stoke's legendary striker, Freddie Steele, was their greatest ever manager. The thing with Rogers, I think that, that why everybody in Stoke really likes Rogers, he's never ever been that biased towards Stoke or Vale. Well, he, he, what he worked for. He's worked for both, and he, he he's actually he actually like loves the area. That's the thing, and it's yeah. Um, I know there's obviously that rivalry between Stoke and Vale, but like I've said it before, and I know I'll probably get slated for this, but I've said in the especially when we're in the Prem, is some of the youth players why you're shipping them all around the world when you've got a club down the road and they wouldn't have to move or move the families or because at the end of the day the way I look at it is if I have moved now, I'm old enough and daft enough to look after myself and be absolutely fine I wouldn't feel homesick or anything else you think at 16, 17 your mum and dad have looked after you mm. that's all they've ever done and at the end of the day a club goes right goes ship you out to Rochdale in the middle of nowhere you know crack on and gives you a little house you're away from whether you've got a missus or whatever sometimes we've got kids and the family and they're out there on their own and, they, and they're lonely and you just think You've got a club that's a couple of divisions down from us. Why on earth can we not be sending them there? And they can stay at home, they're happy, they have a good loan spell there, and use it to your advantage. That's Vale. Yeah, and there it's Vale. Vale, Vale don't want dudes. But there's crew down the road as well. Oh no, we don't send them there. Not after their recent history. Well, Shrewsbury's proved a good one. Yeah, that's probably down the road. Well, 
40 minute run. Tops. Yeah, I wouldn't mind on Gage Shrewsbury. I think that's a good You can still drive home there. They're doing all right as well. Yeah. You can still drive home at night because it's 40 minutes down the road and you're not what's it, you're not away from home. And I, I think that's one reason why Campbell's probably had a good loan spell. We've gone way off topic here. It's because we don't know much about Freddie Steele, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. We're on all social media. We're now on Apple. Whee! Finally, we're on Apple. So there's no excuse not listening to us now. We're on every platform. We're on every listening station. So I hope you subscribe. Give us a five-star review if you can. Thank you. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. All the best. <laughs>